The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. I always say this at the end, but it's always good to say this, too. Uh, If you want to get us in your car, um, it's it's a good idea. You can get it 24-7, and um, now i got to remember AHA. That's a directory. If you go out there, you'll find us. It's it's pronounced AHA. Um, incredible stuff. And I'm just very excited about the future of this show. Uh, I did announce last night some of the stuff that's going on. And I know I've said it before and I hear, well, you know, it never happened. Well, you know what? When you want to do these big things, you got to rely on other people with a lot of it because it's their end. That's the broadcasting end. And they don't always make time. Uh, But we are in the works with a lot of big things with this radio show. And as I've said over and over again, um, we will be the biggest you've ever seen out there when all is said and done. Um, Don't forget, too, you know, I usually say stand up, take a deep breath through the nose. Um, I don't know. Is anybody doing it? I'd love to hear back from you, but we're going to keep doing it. So out through your mouth and repeat after me. I am a winner, I am a champion, and I am unstoppable. I'll leave it right there because we're going to be getting into more and more and more. You know, Gareth is involved here with me with some other things, obviously, with his business. Um, But Gareth is part of this group that I have formed of four right now. But last night, too, Stevie and Charlie and I are talking about some big things down the road too see what's happened here now is they recognize the power of m&m and there is a lot of stuff going on here and with a business and gareth can attest to this there's a lot of things going on and when you have to depend on others sometimes it just doesn't always come to fruition as quick as you want it to or sometimes it doesn't happen at all but you know when I talk about things here I'm telling you what's going on in my life with this stuff and this place is oh it's always on fire whether it's good bad or in between and I don't think anything's bad what I'm learning here when we have those days where you're getting crushed This is the stuff I was just talking to Gareth for quite a while offline. This is the stuff when you're standing in front of 50,000 people who want to be entrepreneurs or who are and tell them what the hell happened and why you're here now. That's success. That's winning. And if you want to get a winning attitude here to go after whatever you want, keep listening here because I'm telling you right now, when all is said and done, This is going to be one hell of a legacy to leave the world, and it will keep going when I'm long gone, Gareth is gone, everything. But with guys like Gareth, 
You know, he's a very valued friend of mine, even though we've never shook hands, and we will. I know one day, like everybody, you have to put your trust in some people, and I have no problem with him or a lot of people on here. Uh, you know, I don't talk about it a lot. It's usually a lot behind the scenes, but it's good for everybody to to know someone like Gareth or Stevie or any of them. These are stand-up people that really give a damn. And if you ever heard our conversations offline, and one of these days, you know, I'm going to tell them before I'd ever release it, you ought to hear some of the stuff we talk about. I mean, it's just outstanding stuff. So stay tuned. Don't forget to to go out to Fiorello Barbell Co. dot com. Winners and Champions Inc. That is our premier product. We should be selling a hundred a week of those. I would love to start hitting that big time. There's 14 modules, and it goes from everything we do, either past, present, or future at the FPC Stone and Steel Yard, and there's always going to be more added. There's just so much stuff going on here. Um, I just don't have time to film it. I can't run a camera and train the way I do. I don't have the uh, patience, and I would destroy a $300 camera. That isn't going to really suit me or anybody doing that. So... We will get it going, believe me, and we're going to be doing a lot more stuff, too, written and verbal. But there's only so, only so many hours in the day, and I try, I do have to sleep a little bit, too. But my head's always working, believe me. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm thinking, and I love all that. Also, too, don't forget to go out to our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Donate $25, $50, or $100. It goes right to my PayPal account. And believe me, every penny goes into the business. It's very important. I know all the people we've helped. But you know what? We give information away for free. And you're not getting just scattered crap here. You're getting the best of the best out there. And there's more and more people coming on. Um, You know... You need to you need to give. If I'm giving, you should give back. I mean, that's just being good to one another. Um, don't forget about Etched in Stone. Get out there on Facebook and join it up. We are averaging now, I was telling Gareth, 11 to 15 people are joining that page every week. It's outstanding. It's amazing. So go out and look at all that stuff. Motivation Muscles out there. Eric Fiorello's out there. Fiorello Barbell Company, where the blog and everything is. Just outstanding stuff. Don't forget to go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Gareth and I have done. There is a catalog out there. And when we keep building these volumes because we're going to do volume eight we're going to today's show is called black and blue volume eight uh well it's really a diamond in the rough because a diamond in the rough basically is the branding of this whole catalog because that's what i call what gareth does and what he is so he is a diamond in the rough because of all the things he can do for you um also too don't forget to sign up for our free newsletter That goes out to MailChimp, and you will get any content I put out, and I put out content, believe me. I'm not cheap with anything. Also, too, invest again in advertising. On MotivationMuscle.com, my personal phone number is on that page. I will talk to you. I mean, if we got to do a few emails, fine, but that's a show of respect. And when you talk to people, then you don't have any of these misconceptions about anything. And as I've said on the shows, 
you come in here and advertise and you get a friend to come in here, I'll give you one month free. And that's a deal. And remember this, I'm going to be around for 30 more years and we're growing, growing, growing. Come on in now on the ground floor because I'm telling you right now, you and I will both make a lot of money for one another. And eventually, things are just going to blow right out and we're going to have stuff everywhere. So it's a good time to get on board. I'm giving you the opportunity to get a free month. Take advantage of it. Also, too, go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, and real power. And... um before I read uh, Gareth's um, bio here, you know, one of the things I was thinking about this morning and I wrote it down was this. Motivation and muscle is mind, body, and spiritual nutrition. And it really is. I'm telling you right now. You listen to these shows from number one to um, 995, I think, or 985 we got as we approach four years. Go out and listen to those feeds. I am telling you, I've had people tell me they listen to the first show, they love it. Because it's showing how I'm growing with it too. And I'm telling you everything I'm doing. you got an opportunity here to learn, man, firsthand business like you wouldn't believe. But on that note, Gareth is a trainer, a boxer, a strength coach, and the owner of the HCP Gym. Now, this is what we've been talking about, and we've been talking about this on every show, whether Gareth is on with me or not. You know, Gareth is based in Texas. You need to go out to his website, which is hcpbarbell.com. You need to fill out the necessary things to contact this gentleman because this guy has had success in every avenue of the gym business. All right? He trains everything everyone and he understands nutrition and he understands the restorative process and he understands the mental end which most people don't you know you could stuff anybody in a gym okay i'm squatting this benching this pressing this but what do you have what do you do when everything starts breaking down on you or you get injured what do you do or what do you do when you're out of your mid-20s say and suddenly you feel like um your, your training is um, downgrading, so to speak. And with that usually comes the mental end. There's always a lot of stuff with testosterone. You've heard Dr. Wong and I beat the drum on this for four years. And it's stuff that you better go after while you still can and not let things like this fester. Because I'm telling you right now, it will literally beat you right down to your knees, as Rocky would say. So... You know, think about all these things and contact Gareth because he's taking all this knowledge and he's bringing it now online totally. So you have an opportunity to Skype with him. You have an opportunity to talk to him on the phone. And as a, you got to go back and listen to all these volumes, A Diamond and a Rough. You'll find out how his father, a medical doctor, and obviously a physical culture man, got Gareth interested in this stuff, and he was very young, and here he is today with a successful gym. So, if you want success in your life, contact him at hcpbarbell.com, and with that, welcome back, brother. It's always an honor to have you on. Hey, thank you, Eric. Pleasure to be here. Very excited about today's show. Absolutely. Um, 
give out anything if, if I missed anything. Obviously, you know, tell them how to get a hold of you besides HCP. And uh, after that, we're going to go right in the black and blue, please. Sure, you can um, you can look me up on Facebook, Gareth Daniel, my gym, HCP Barbell. I'm also on all forms of social media, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter. Awesome. Um, this is going to be, for anyone that hasn't been following us, um, the branding of these core, well, this is all going to fall under this umbrella. It's called The Diamond in the Rough. This is volume eight. You need to go back and listen to all seven. They are just outstanding, chock full of material. And Gareth, like myself, we love this stuff. We eat, sleep, and breathe it. And black and blue today, what I wanted to get into was truly, if you really, really pay attention and look around, I know a lot of people love the crews, all the social media. I see black eyes out there everywhere. I see people that one minute they're here, then you never hear from them again. And I feel that this is contagious through this industry and in life. And I feel right now, because we've done these seven volumes, which are outstanding, but I want to center on, 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 Gareth, a little bit more today as we move into more and more deeper on what this means to Gareth and to me and whether Douglas is on here and Paul Firepower Gray is going to be coming in too because he's part of our four-man unit that we formed. I feel at this point, you know, we've talked enough. You should know Gareth a little bit by now, and he's very successful. All right, and when he comes on, he's. I want him not only will address black and blue, but we're, we we need to talk about some of the instances of his success and how he formulated this and how eventually, as we get into this deeper and deeper in the upcoming volumes, how he feels that when he puts together something for you online, you know, via Skype via phone and obviously what he sends you, et cetera, et cetera. Why is he head and shoulders above the majority of people out there? We, we talked about this before we came online, you know, with entrepreneurship and the ability to stay the course. This is the same way with lifting physical culture. I, I really, lifting is about the only other word I'll use because Gareth will tell you because of his backgrounds, it's physical culture. It's a way of life. It's not coming into HCP and squatting, and that's it, okay? If that's all you're doing, you might make some gains for a while, but if you're not sleeping, if you're not eating correctly, and if your mind is basically being trampled on constantly, guess what? You're going to be like a lot of people. What happened to so-and-so? I don't know. I never saw him anymore. But it seemed like they wanted to come here and do this. We talked about this with Stones, with Stevie and Charlie last night, the amount of people that contact them. Well, I'm going to go out and get some. Yep, 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 yep. Then they contact you maybe again. And then you know what? There's nothing anymore. All you hear is wind blowing. All right? So black and blue to me is all about that. It's like good intentions, 
going to people. They're probably the wrong people nine times out of ten. Getting frustrated. It feels like you got two black eyes, like you've been popped twice. And we know black eye is black and blue. And you don't know what to do. You just don't know what to do. And it's like this is why Gareth and I are so involved with this because this is all part of a major big plan that is extending much further than the training. So, Gareth, take it away, brother. The reason I started my gym um, back in the days because of what I experienced when I was younger after my dad taught me the basics growing up and I wanted to extend my knowledge and actually get a further understanding of lifting, training, nutrition, there was really nowhere to go. Yeah. We had the local commercial gyms here, but as we all know, those are kind of, uh, it's like a circus show. Yeah. And there wasn't the knowledge. This is, this is mind you, also before the internet and uh, all the things that, that we have today with uh, modern technology. And there was really nowhere to go. It got to the point where I became extremely frustrated. My goal was always to get big and strong. And, and I will always want to emphasize that too, because in order for you to, to coach something you you yourself have have to had obtained whatever it is you're coaching yeah. so i spent a lot of my time i'd say in my later teens and early 20s trying to figure this out and it got to the point where i was like well i mean what can i do it, it's even it even influenced me even moving to california because i was like i know there are people out there i know and so that also and then i met some great guys out there but it wasn't really until i met um a guy by the name of Dante Trudell, okay. he created the DC DC style of training. And it was the first time ever, really. Um, I don't prescribe to, uh, DC training for everyone because it's really intense, and uh, but it did teach me a lot in that what the importance of nutrition is, the importance of effort or intensity, the importance of consistency. That's when I really started bringing all of my training knowledge together. The the time that it takes, though, prior to me lear- uh, learning from Dante was that I did have to teach myself some things. And I was also just very observative. I, I pay attention to details, everything I do. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many times like I've had kids come in by the time they're juniors and they're doing some messed up thing or even an adult and they don't even know it. Yep. It's crazy that like they just they're just not used to their mechanics or no one's ever told them. You would think at the high school. Or at another gym, someone mentioned like, "Hey, this isn't right. What you're doing with this movement? You're moving your hips, you know, on the way up on the squat. That doesn't. That's something needs to be addressed." But that happens all the time with me, and I try to tell all the parents is as, as early as it may sound. Eleven years old is about the time a kid needs to start going into the gym consistently, so he can learn the basic body movements. Because with those basic body movements, that's how they're going to be taught how to squat, deadlift, and press. Yeah, but. Details that I've learned throughout the years, it's just experience. It, it, the the years that I have spent in the gym, I can't emphasize this enough because I just don't see it out there today. There are a lot of people, they're using themselves anecdotal information or they're using a study. And I'm not just trying to dispute the scientific community because there is true benefit in that. But what they're doing is they're, they're trying to skip the most important thing that really is – like essential to this whole to training itself, nutrition is is the experience. The if that person doesn't have it, it's not an argument. Either you have it or you don't. Yep. And I always emphasize that to, to my clients too, because 
you just don't know when something can go bad. You just don't know. I, and I've seen it. I've seen weird things happen in other gyms where you're just watching something and you, you know, just something doesn't seem right. There's some things that, I mean, you know, strain muscles, uh, muscle tears, tweak your knee, tweak your back. You, you have to have someone guiding you through this process every single way. You can't just assume that this person knows anything. Yep. I always tell my parents too with children, make sure that you get to know whoever is your person, you know, that, that you're sending your child to, to whatever sport it is, or whether it be weightlifting, training, or whatever, you know, football, soccer, baseball, because you just don't want to assume that the person knows what he's doing. Right. Because a lot of times they don't. Right. The lack of ignorance in this industry, especially ours, unfortunately, because of the social media, it, it, it's really ruining the, the I, I, big picture of physical culture. It's making it make it look. It makes it uh, like a circus. It's yeah. like everyone's trying to seek out someone else's attention. It's all it's all about like just you know just all my opinion all for the wrong reasons. Well, you know, Gareth, there there really is a big disconnect out there. Um, Huge. You know, when you see. Like they, they'll run commercials here for this one gym. I won't give its name because I can't stand it, and it's dirt cheap, okay? And they love to say it's the judgment-free zone, and you know I've heard that they have like donut parties and pe- now look. If you want to do stuff like that, just go somewhere and be social. I mean, I, I, I I'm like. Where do you feel something like that is going to benefit you? What, you need somebody to be around you to get to where you got to get? Well, a lot of people are. Why? Here's the mental thing. No confidence. No courage, as my little niece Maggie says. Um, very serious things. And you've got it right on the head with you got to be very frank with people, especially parents. You know, they're bringing kids, uh, their kids to your gym. And you got to say, like anybody, well, what you've been doing, um, I don't agree with. Or you could be putting you yourself or your child in a situation where you could have a permanent injury or something that could knock you out of the box for quite a while. Now, look, we've all had injuries. I've had a tear. Um, but, you know, I, I, and I'm not condoning this stuff either to a I'm talking about it like from my my eyes. Sometimes things like that happen. Um, when you're working with big things, poles and injuries can happen. That that that's a, a part of what we love to do. But the point of the matter is, never put yourself in harm's way just because you just watch some Facebook matinee star who thinks they are, and you're going to go out and do it. I mean. We were talking about last night, which was hilarious, with Stevie and and Charlie last night. You know, you started right off in the beginning, which was a very valid point. I'm going to answer it right now, and I'm going to go right back to you. You know, obviously, there was nothing out there. You know, you met up with Dante, but obviously, maybe that wasn't enough for you either, because you had to go out and find your own way, obviously, with all the success you've had, like myself. But, you know, we were talking about how funny it used to be, and you would read stuff where um, bicep training, eight sets of 20. Are you out of your mind? Eight sets? <laughs> Try doing that for a little while, all right? Um, you'll tear the biceps right off the goddamn bone. 
And, you know, you never hear most of those rags talk about getting under a heavy bar and squatting it or getting over a bar and pulling it or you're never going to hear the press. That's a no-no. And even in today's world, the only place you're going to see that Obviously, well, we know CrossFit gets into it. Olympic lifting, obviously strong, man. I mean, when Lee uh, was on here the other night, that's what she was talking about, log pressing. She's been in events, and she loves to press like I'm sure you do. I do. I, I just think when you can clean something or you're pulling it off of something and get under that thing and press it, to me, that is true strength. Now, I've had these arguments about bench pressing and that, look, when a bench press is done, back flat, okay, no wraps, no suit, and raw, it's a hell of a movement. You know, we were talking all about that with raw last night with the logs and all that. And I brought up, you know, back in the 60s when Bob Hoffman would have that big picnic every year for York Barbell. And you would read about these guys, and you couldn't cheat at all. I mean, these guys were inclining enormous amounts of weight. Or if they had a barbell curl, which most people tell you, wow, that's a waste. No, no, it's not a waste of time. I can tell you from a torn bicep. You know how you had the barbell curl there? You had to have your back right against the wall. I got news for you. Your barbell curl will probably go down at least 50 pounds easily for most people. Right, because most people do a cheat curl, which all in all isn't a bad thing. But the point of the matter I'm making here is this. When we talk about what Gareth does and how he went out and discovered his path, like me. The bottom line is here is this. This disconnect from really what physical culture is, is true. It's real. It's a reality. You know... I'm sure somebody that's been going to some commercial gym that charges you $10 a month and doesn't judge you and walks into HCP Barbell, they probably feel like they just got mugged, literally, because they're like, holy God, is this really what a gym is? The answer is yes. And the thing we're doing here, not only with Gareth going online with people, with his services, is we're doing this all the time with every guest on here, with everything we do on Eminem. We are taking physical culture and broadening the band to everyone. And that's what you need to do. It doesn't have to be the big lifters. It doesn't have to be little kids. It can be a 50-year-old male or female that's been out of it for 25 years, man. It doesn't matter. The idea here is fit what fits now with you, and then worry about all the other stuff later. But get started. If you get started, that means you get going towards your goals. And that's the thing you're not going to find in a $10 a month gym. They could give a rat's ass about any of that. You know, all they're going to tell you is get on that treadmill and watch TV. And if you want, you know, we got pizza over there and have five slices when you're done go ahead gareth take it away brother it, it all comes down to environment eric that's yep that's a one take-home thing i want everyone to think about is that what type of environment is that going to a place where you pay ten dollars and they have pizza afterwards 
I mean, I mean, are you, are you, do you really think that's going to put you in a better place of mind? No. And, and, and unfortunately, you, you know, you're going to be attracting like-minded people there. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm not saying that's, that's oh, it's usually a good thing, but when you're talking about people who really don't care and the, and they're, they're like-minded and all they're really thinking about while they do their 10 minutes of cardio is their pieces of pizza afterwards that they're going to eat? Do you think anyone's going to get benefit from that? That's why I spent my whole life. My gym is very bare bones. It has the best equipment. Yep. I mean, I've handpicked everything, yep. but there's no AC. Yep. You know, it's in a warehouse. There's no heat. It's just bare bones. Yep. The more important is just it's the person there. You can't say that. Oh, my barbell is better than your barbell. I mean, how? St- I mean, are you serious? Yeah. It's the people. So how do you utilize this equipment? And this is this is what. People have completely forgotten about is like how you use the equipment. That's what distinguishes you from everyone else. And I guarantee you, you go to these places where you're paying ten dollars a month. There, they have no knowledge on the utilization of anything. And more than anything, it's just the mindset. That's it, it's so key. It's essential. You know, I hate to bring up another football story. I deal with a lot, and I have over the years. But there's a team, another team recently. Yep. You know, that is kind of straight away from from lifting. It's just. The environment isn't there anymore. In the years past, they had the talent to mask their mistakes because it used to be that location where everyone would move to to play football. But that's ha- that stopped happening now. And guess what's happened? This team's now 0-2. Yeah. Everyone's smaller. Yeah. Everyone's weaker. Yeah. Everyone's talking about what's going to happen. And I was calling this out years ago. I something bad is going to happen. Yep. I was t- – you know, oh, Gareth, you're just a negative Nancy. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just being honest here is that you start – moving away from what's key and essential. And what people have to understand is it's the mindset that's developed from the gym. Oh yeah. You know, I, there is benefit there. Obviously I do have to train it, but yet at the same time, the camaraderie that you have amongst your teammates or your peers, your friends, that type of thing that goes on, you know, especially in the team environment is so essential. It would be it, it, to, to not acknowledge that it's completely ignorant. And I, I hate to get so brutal, but it's that part of me. I'm just very forward in this is that I think it's the parents. I just think they're so disconnected and ignorant what the kids need or what they need to do. Maybe they don't come from an athletic background to understand this, but it's just become so it's, it's almost like this huge paradox where, you know, they, or, or more than anything, it's more the image of it, but it's not a real image. Like everybody wants to take a picture of themselves working out yeah. or doing certain things, eating foods, but yet no effort. But you know, no effort's really put into it. But as long as the picture's there on Instagram, oh, that means that it's real. It, it, I hate to tell this to everyone. That's about as unreal as it gets. Absolutely, you need something. You need something that's real, especially when you're playing contact sports, football. I always forewarn my parents this that I the, the kids when they when the parents bring the kids to me I want to forewarn them football is one of those sports there's a high risk reward ratio yep in that there's a high high rate of something bad happening and a very low re, low reward as far as getting anything back yep because very few boys get to go off and play college football not many do and and if they do you'd be surprised. There are kids that I've trained, Eric, in the past yep. that I thought were indestructible. Yeah. But when, once they got to the college level, yep. 90% of them got injured. Yeah. 90%. And we're talking about kids that were freak athletes, yep. bringing up 4440s, bench 350s, squatted 450, 
And we're not talking about linemen. We're talking about skilled players yep. doing this. Yep. So little wake-up call for all the listeners. Or if you know any of the listeners, no parents who have kids playing football, this is the wake-up call. Well, yeah, and it's great to hear this because people need to hear this, period. You know, it's like everybody thinks that their kid's going to be the next star. Well, I would never dissuade anybody from it, but let's face it. If your kid's basically a fat slob and has no ambition, he's not going to be playing Division One football, all right? Now, when you got a guy like Gareth, myself, anybody that's going to guide – you can only do so much for the athlete. And right now, the world is set up much different. We've hit this over and over, but you can never hit it enough. I mean, we've talked about testosterone production. We've talked about, especially young men. There's a lot of young men now in their 20s. They're impotent. Seriously. I mean, I know people are probably laughing, but it's not funny. All right? And we both know... That whether it's high school or Gareth has guys coming in from college and stuff or prepping them, you damn well better be at your peak with everything. And, you know, we're constantly being fed. And, and the parents are the feeders, too, because they listen to this more than ever because everybody wants to be hip, right? We, we all got to be on Twitter and we all got to be on Facebook and we got to get all these constant things coming in at us from our phone i mean we got to know what the weather is we got to know who's doing this and who's doing that we got to know who to hate today bullshit if you are lending that to your kids and we know kids the majority of them all have phones and they're telling you that you don't even need to be manly anymore you can go out and play this that and the other thing and just give it what you got because now, a lot of people, they don't even want to cut people on teams anymore. You have people in power positions like we talked about, I believe it was on Volume 7, yeah, with Gareth when he was talking about that football program that went down the pipe. Um, you have people in these key positions that it's like everybody wants gun control. Most of these assholes have never fired a BB gun. How are you going to come in and tell a coach, oh, we, we don't want that. We don't want anybody being yelled at. We don't want anyone being pulled aside. We don't want anybody out there matting another player. Well, okay. You don't want us weightlifting either. Well, you know, you don't need a lot of it because, you know, uh, most of the teams are not that good, and, you know, we don't want to show anybody up. Well, I'll tell you what, all right? What you're preparing these little minnows for is to get their face kicked in when they get out in the real world. And believe me, there's a number of people out there who will kick your face right in. You know, as they said in the outlaw Josie Wales, I'll kick you so hard in the ass you'll be wearing it for a hat. Think I'm kidding? It's serious stuff what we're hitting here today. Because when you're listening to what Gareth and I are saying, this could save your ass or save your kid's ass for sure. And save you a lot of money in the process too. And embarrassment. All right? We don't need to be neutered any more than we are. And a lot of these kids have been neutered. All right? And when you do this, 
repeatedly, and you constantly got these people in these power positions of these teams. And the majority of them, like I said, probably never played a down of football in their life or baseball or whatever. When you're relying, like we were talking about, I don't know if it was the last show or six, you know, we are talking about the, all this analytics crap, especially in Major League Baseball, and how, in my opinion, and I've read many articles, um, it really takes a lot of people that are really mediocre, maybe at a position, you know, in the infield especially, and allows them to play. Because if you did this 30 years ago, there wasn't much analytics, obviously. But if things were being hit to you and there was errors all over the place, one or two things would have happened. You know, they would have yanked you and you wouldn't have started anymore. Maybe they would have loaded you. Maybe if you're at the point where it was that bad, maybe they cut you. Can't do that anymore. They won't do that anymore. Uh, I talked about with baseball. Uh, most of the players coming up don't even know how to lay a bunt down. A bunt. Short ball. Small ball. You know how many games that wins? Many it used to. You know what they do now? Well, all you got to do is hit it over the porch, meaning a home run. They keep this stuff up. Baseball's been hurting for a lot of years. They'll kill it. Literally. It's not interesting at all like that. Yeah, I love to see home runs. I love to see him hit it over the porch. But, boy, when you can lay bunts down, when you know how to steal properly, when you can play your position flawless, it's like everything we're talking about. You have to be able to do that. You have to. But the way things are set up now, it's creating atmospheres where, well, you can be a mediocre player now and get by. Um, that's not the way I do things here. I can't say for Gareth, but I know him well enough where I know he wouldn't let that go on either. So, folks, when you go to pick someone that is going to teach, and that's what we are here, we're teachers, you got to go out and really research a teacher. I mean, more people do research on having a Christmas party than they do training themselves or having their kids trained. Nothing wrong with Christmas. I love it. But my point is, too, put the same type of zap into that that you would into something like that. Go ahead, Gareth. Take it. The major thing I've seen, too, with these football programs around here, and this could apply to so many things that we see here in training, is, is that they're just trying to bandage up these major wounds. Yeah, yep. Uh, with, with, like, you know, a piece of scotch tape. <laughs> it, it, it just And what happens is it's just like, you know, this happens – these things happen in, you know, in football. You'll hear that word "bad culture." Yep, that's exactly what's taking place here. Is that you? You're not addressing the issue. And what happens is, is that year after year, it just builds up, builds up, and just like a dam, you know, that crack, that little right. small crack, yep. turns into yep, and the floodgates open. Yep, you have to get these kids started and early as possible in the right environment because without it, they're just not going to develop. And when I say develop, I mean in all aspects, mentally, physically, it's all about player development. And if they're not in the right hands, that's never going to take place. It's never going to happen. I'll just give an example of another team around here. And since I've trained some players from this 
from this area because he used to drive to me during the summer, but it's a Katy football program. Yep. It's been to state, I think, 14, 15 times, and it has eight state titles. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, well, yeah. And, you know, this is in the state of Texas. And, yeah. you know, people can argue about things. About, oh, well, you know, this other team. But the thing is this. Katie has implemented a system where the, where the kid, they started at a very early age. I mean, very young. Even their SEFL, like the Little League football program, if you're in that Katie area, you're a Katie Tiger. Yep. That's how that's how you do it, folks. Yep. You start them young. You make them believe in the system. You make them believe in something bigger than themselves. Yep. It gets them excited. They go to the games. The families participate. Everyone is involved in the community with the program. Uh, the coach cares about the players. He's involved in other multiple, multiple levels, not just with the program itself, but outside of that. So that brings in more of the community. Yep. This is how you do it. And you would think like as a coach, I know me, I mean – I'll be honest, Eric. You know, if I heard something and and I was like, "Wow, this thing's producing results." Yeah. Well, I mean, put my ego aside yep. and go get go get one of those coaches or go or go to the head coach himself and figure out what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Put, you know, that's just how it is. But that's the problem with all this stuff. It, it, it just the ego comes in the way with a lot of these things. And guess who gets to suffer? The kids get the killed. Kids. Yep. Yep. The kids, just because a grown man can't put his ego aside and go to someone and ask for help or go hire another coach from that program, guess what happens? Yep. The kids. And that's what breaks my heart more than anything. Yep. I've seen so many skilled athletes, kids who I know could have been way more than they what they actually wore because they weren't coached up. Yep. They weren't. You know, they, they, had, they had bare minimal as far as you know anything like I've even seen quarterbacks. Who weren't taught properly how to roll out or even throw the ball, whatever thing they, that they learned, they taught themselves. Yeah. But they were phenomenal athletes, so they got away with it. But I always thought to myself, huh, if this kid actually had been taught from day one how to do this stuff correctly, had a coach who believed in him, because this is the thing that, and it's crazy, I don't know why this still goes on. But oh, I always ask my athletes, like, hey, you know, have you ever had a coach talk to you about believing in yourself, believing in the team, and, you know, when Push comes to shove. You got to believe in each other. Just those basic team, team motivation kind of speeches, but like having it more of it in a, in a, uh, I would say more of a one on one type of conversation, yeah. not just with other yep. athletes there. No one's ever taught them that. Yeah. A lot of these kids get into these programs rather than getting built up and being more confident and then using the, the skills that they learned in football and, uh, and apply that to other things in life. A lot of these kids are broken down. Yeah. Well, they have no confidence. Yeah. They're beat up mentally. They're beat up physically. They walk away from program more damaged than ever before. Without a doubt. And you know something, too? A lot of that beat down comes from your parents, too. Uh, society, mm-hmm. all that. And that's one of the things we talk about here so much with the mental attitude. It's like, boy, you get them young like that. Obviously, like you said. You show them there is something bigger than them, but in the process, and that's a big thing with everything we talk about with the subconscious mind, it's a process. And anybody who really wants to, because we've been talking about this more and more with the things I'm doing subconsciously, you can change everything in your life. Are you going to always have a little bit of negative? Yeah, you can't rid yourself of Every single thing. But think about how many times you hear the word no. No. If someone asks you something and it's a yes, you'll say no before yes. 
Think about all those things. Think about the when you're walking into a situation, when you're walking in the Garris gym, and all you've ever been told, why do you want to do it? You'll never make it. Be careful now. You might get hurt. Where do you think a kid, let alone who's going to grow into a young adult to a full-fledged adult, is going to be like? All right? What they're going to be like is like somebody stomps on their head every day of their life. So when you take these younger athletes, it doesn't matter whether they stick with football or not, but you get them in a program, whether it's like Gareth said, one-on-one. You mix with a group. I, I always like breaking people down in small groups. And get, and get them talking. See, this is the thing. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. We're too busy texting. We're too busy for everybody. We got to email. Now, I understand at times that stuff works very well. I'm not against it. But I think where we're really losing out on everything now, besides having people that just do not have the nut sack to get it done is this we have really forgotten the art of conversation we have forgotten to say hey you know what you weren't you're not pulling your weight out there what, what's going on we don't we I, I know just from my brother-in-law with school with football um, you better be careful calling anybody out because I know for a fact he's gotten many calls from parents. And you know who's usually making the complaint? It's the wife. And I'm saying to myself, where the hell's the father? Where's the man with the balls? So his wife is doing it. Now, now look, people say to me, well, it doesn't matter. It, it does matter. All right? I, I know a lot of good mothers that are involved and all that. I, I got nothing against that. But... If my father got a call from Gareth and Gareth told my dad that I wasn't pulling my weight or I've got something going on or, you know, really I need a good kick in the ass to get going, the old man would pull me aside and have a talking with me. And either I would come back. Well, I know I would come back because he wouldn't let me quit. Because, see, when you start quitting, what does that form for you, folks? Do you know what I'm talking about? It sets up a system, a system of quitting. When things get tough, I quit. Gareth yells at me, I quit. Or I get, or, or, or I just don't show up for a few days. All right? Well, who, who's that hurting? Me. I'm not hurting Gareth. He could go out and get 30 more guys. But do you understand what you're doing to yourself? You're doing the damage to yourself. You're, or you're listening to somebody that, has, like I said before, same here in New York with all the gun laws. These guys are making laws never shot a BB gun in their life. They have no idea what a gun even is. All right? It's all reactionary. It's the same way with sports. It's reactionary. My son didn't play. How come? Well, frankly, your son sucks probably most of these guys want to say to him, but they'll lose their job. They know that. All right? So what, we can't be honest with each other even anymore? I mean, have we got to that point now in this PC world of ours that we can't be honest? And I'm telling you what you're doing to these kids is this disservice where you're putting them out in the field, and it is harm's way. Have you ever seen impact with two people colliding or multiple people? That is dangerous shit. And when their heads aren't screwed on tight at all, 
and they're not prepared physically and mentally and spiritually. Yes, I did say spiritually. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you're as good as dead to begin with. So if these factors are not taken care of, if these kids are, like they say, just running loose, well, when you go one and, I don't know, one and 12, one and 13, one and 14, don't get upset. And hopefully your son is still okay by the end of the season and not walking around on crutches or needed to go in and have surgery or whatever. Because, as I said, with all this stuff, you can never be bulletproof totally. Things do happen. Accidents happen. That's why they call them accidents. But don't create and add to all these things. You know, as I said, we got many armchair quarterbacks, same way in every sport. I don't need to listen to any of them. To me, just get them out of your life, plot your course, be part of a team. If you don't know what you're doing, ask. But it also comes like Gareth said, too. The coaches and the parents and everybody else, you don't need to throttle or belittle anyone to get them to do anything. In fact, what you're going to do is you're going to turn them off and against it. And that's not the way to proceed with a winning attitude and a winning team. Go ahead and take it, brother. This whole concept even applies to adults, too, because what I've been seeing more than anything, it's like the gym's now become uh, – I would say like a, a social yep. thing, a social time for women and men to get together and, you know, more than anything, just, you know, maybe do a few movements <laughs> or, you know, and, uh, you know, break us, maybe even break a sweat a little bit and then spend the remainder of the time talking <laughs> and then go out to the parking lot and talk some more. Yeah. I always try to tell my adults is that, you know, you, you've got to put forth the effort. You've got to be consistent. I've always had many talks with the females I've trained in the past here in Texas. They, they have this thing called Tex-Mex. It's, you know, fajitas yeah. and that type of thing, chips and queso. And I always tell them, it's like, you know, you can't have a margarita and have your chips and quesos and think that you're going to have this phenomenal body. Right. It, it right. doesn't work like that. Right. And yet it's so crazy I, I because I know men and women both want to look better. Sure. Especially now if – Say, there's there's no uh, it's not a uh, rude awakening here that most men and women are middle aged are are not in very good shape. But I know that they do want to look better. But just coming to terms with it, you have to sacrifice something. There's no you you can't just you can't have these shortcuts to having a, a body that you want. You have to forego some things. You've got to be consistent, and, and it seems like. That's really not important anymore. No. It's more about the compensation pieces that they have at the gym. You you and I both know too, Gareth. Being in good shape is going to allow you to do a lot of things most people can't do. And, you know, I love to hear people say to me, oh, it's the aging process. What a load of shit. I mean, get out there and do something. And I, I say that all the time. You, you know, I've heard this so many times, and we were talking about it last night, too. It was like, I don't want to lift a 418-pound stone and walk at 50 meters. Well, I'm not asking you to do that. I wouldn't expect you to do that. And don't try to use that as your cover-up for not being able to do it. What I'm saying to you is, 
Walk three blocks tonight. Okay. Tomorrow night, walk three again. Let's build it up, build it up. And before you know it, you're walking ten blocks. Now, maybe, maybe not, it'll start changing you a little bit mentally. You'll start looking at yourself and saying, well, you know, I'm not there by any means, but I'm doing something now. And when you start formulating things like that, only good things can come out of that. And that, I think, is one of the biggest disconnects from this whole thing they call exercise or whatever they call, you know, working out is this. If your body is not trained and totally involved and all you're doing is just walking and not thinking about anything else, your rate of, your rate of setback and failure are enormous. And the, you can't do anything without the mental end. And we talk about belief. That's one of the things I'm going to be doing on the FBC blog tomorrow. I have a number of standards I use, and I'm going to release them all. I'm going to do one a week. And I'm going to explain which, what each standard is that I do. And hopefully some people will adopt that terminology. Because you have to have a set of rules for everything. You think you're walking Garris Gym and there's no rules? Well, if there are no rules, you got chaos, number one, and you got probably lawsuits up the wazoo. You're not going to get away with those things. You come here and train under my tutelage, try something fucking funny shit, and you're gone. Well, what about the money? I got standards, man. I have to live with this. I have to live with myself, and this is my place that I set up. I'm not saying I'm going to be so rigid that we might have to zig and zag a little bit. Nobody's like that that's successful. But you're not going to come down here and lay the mitt on me. That's not going to happen. So if you don't have those things in place, if you don't have somebody promoting you mentally, teaching you, because the I lo- that's what I love about weightlifting, that, that raw physical end, that just wants to like trump you right into the ground all the time you know you got to go out and fight i like that you know like rocky for the russian when it was getting near the end and and rocky's pounding his chest and he's going fight fight that's what you need to do you need to get out there and fight stand for something Stand apart from everybody else as my father would always say be a leader not a follower don't be afraid to speak up do something that's worthy. Be a powerhouse, man. That's what it's about. Even if the team sucks, you're there. You're the engine. You think like that and you teach people like what I'm talking about here with Gareth. How, no matter what's going on around you, you can make your choices if you want to transfer or whatever. But in the meantime, when you stay or leave wherever you are, They'll remember Gareth Denyer or Eric Fiorello. Whether they liked you or not, they know you're a leader. They know you stand for something. That's more important than winning championships, folks. More important. Go ahead, brother. Well, the the mental aspect to this is huge, Eric. We always we always tie this into this yep. to our conversations because my my trick is, and you're doing it too, is that we're just we're we're battling a culture here. Yeah, it's it, and it's a, a uphill battle. Okay, the 
the mindset of your average American uh, today is really not thinking about, you know, getting his workout in and then going home and having a nutritious dinner. No. They're thinking about rather, you know, going home and crack open a beer and watch TV for the next four hours. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm trying to do is just, and I know you're doing it too, is just, I don't want people to get to the point. I, I tell everyone this is that everyone has like a threshold where they meet, where they, they come to terms where I've got to do something, but yet it's so late in the game. Yeah. The bad things that have taken place have already taken place. And then, so like, where you, where you, I mean, I'm not saying never, it's never too late to start, but yet at the same time, I'm just saying this to the people and I hope this falls upon the right ears is that you, you need to do something. If, and I think every, most people do have that voice in them saying, you know, Hey, I need to get this straight. Yep. And whether it's trying to get their kid on a program, getting ready for sports or they themselves are trying to lose weight, get, get back into shape gain some strength, reduce some body fat, you need to act upon it rather than putting it to the side or thinking about it, you know, maybe next week or, you know what, act on it now. And even if it's just emailing Eric or emailing me, really, you need to get a plan going as soon as possible. You use that little bit of, of information that you get from us, build upon it and start your own, I mean, change your life. It, 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 this stuff, there's a reason why we're into it as much as we are because it's life-changing. Yeah. Tyler Hobson said that to me years ago when I bought my first pendulum piece from him. He goes, and, he, and, it, and it always stuck with me. He goes, man, this, you know, in so many words, because Ty's like this real good guy, but he's like, you know, the shit we do is life-changing. Oh, hey, Gareth, you made a great point, though. It's like don't make something force you to do this, okay? Seriously. Exactly. And second of all, something that comes to mind quickly, because I think of this with myself, too. In Rocky II, obviously I'm using another Rocky metaphor, but those movies were just outstanding, in my opinion. And I can remember in Rocky II, you know, after they did the surgery on his, I think it was his right eye, and said if he fought again, he could go blind. And I remember him coming up the steps at Mick's house, and Mick comes flying out in his in his uh, uh, his socks with a hole in it and with a big pipe. And who is that? And it's Rocky and Buckus, his dog. And that was his real dog, by the way, folks. Um, and he says, "Oh, I didn't know." He says, uh, "He said the prodigal son has returned." So he's standing there in front of Mick, and he says to Mick, what do you got in your ear? He goes, well, I can hear stupid things now better. And I, I love Mick. I mean, un- unbelievable actor anyways, Burgess Meredith. So he says, what are you doing? He says, um, I want to fight. And he says to him, he's like, you know you could go blind. You, you, you know, you can't. He goes, you still got the heart, kid, but you don't have tools. And he says, wasn't enough where you knocked the whole heavyweight world on its behind? And he says to him, he he goes, Rocky was like, I'm fine. I can fight. He goes, okay, I want to run a test on you, kid, right now. So Mick brings his hand over to his left eye, and he said, I see it. Now he takes his hand and brings it to the right eye. And Mick knew he didn't see it, and he said, you didn't see that? He said, Creed would have caved your face in. And he goes, 
The tools are gone. And, he, and Rocky goes, well, maybe it's you who can't do it. And he said, um, maybe it's you. And he said, okay. So as Rocky was standing there, Mick hit him right across the side of the right cheek. And he said to him, if an old broken down pug can do that to you, can you imagine what the champ's going to do to you? And Rocky said, he's going to hurt me pretty bad. And he goes, he's going to hurt you permanently. But the point of all that is this, and this is how I feel, and we're going to ask Gareth this question. You know, Rocky was almost in tears, and he said, but I got to be around it. Do you understand that, folks? I got to be around it. I I don't know. I've been very lucky with all this stuff my whole life. I've worked very hard for it, but I've been very lucky. And no matter what happens to me in the arena, there will never be a time I can't be around it. Even if it meant all I did is worked with people to make them better and I couldn't do much anymore. I understand that line perfectly because I'll tell you right now, when you really learn the heart of physical culture, man, it, it's like it's like nothing I have ever experienced before in my life. Nothing. And I've played all kinds of sports and was pretty good at it, too. I never have met anything like this. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I owe it all to my brother Jimmy and the Incredible Hulk. All of it. All my success. All of it. Answer that question, brother. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I, I'll always be around it. You have to. I mean, it becomes a part of you. Uh, uh, we've had this discussion uh, before, Eric, is that this, this whole thing, it saved my life. I was a troubled teenager. Yeah. Very troubled. And my dad, you know, he always had me listening, but he really pushed it in my adolescent years, yep. and it saved my life. Yeah. It's what got me out of, in, you know, a really bad place. Yeah. And I knew that's why... That's what I knew. My whole thing about this is that I knew as I got older and I obtained the knowledge that I did, that my knowledge, my experiences in life could also help other younger kids and adults to get through some bad times. That's how powerful this stuff is. It allows you, and I've I've seen it. I've had a very close friend of mine. I mean, everything was going wrong in his life. You know, he was in a sales job. They kept on cutting his territory, meaning that he was getting less money. Each month, marriage was in shambles. The only thing he had to look forward to every day was coming to train at my gym. It's what got him through just a horrible point in his life. And to this day, he still thinks about it. Yep. To this day, but now, you know, his marriage is better. He saved his life, man. I mean, you know, this is what this type of thing does. I I think rather than allowing someone to, you know, allowing someone just to just fall apart. Yeah. Rather than doing that, you're actually building them up. Hey, Gareth, I think this binds you to the world. I've thought about this so many times. You know, where is the linkage in all of us to everything we do? Where is it? Was it from the past? Why did we start doing this? What happened to us? I mean, I, I know what happened with Jimmy and all that, but, you know, like when I we were talking about the Stones last night, you know, the first thing I thought about besides being absolutely amazed I was standing there in Husafel was whose DNA am I going to bring into my bloodstream now? Okay, who was here before me? I knew some of the names, but there's been people there since the late 1800s. 
okay? Um, it's very important. This is all very important. When we talk about this stuff on these shows, you know, not only is it heartfelt, it's been lived, and we're still living it. And we'll always live it to the day they plant us in the ground. I just think that when you have that type of desire and fortitude and you're that committed to something, what in your life can you not do? See, that's the thing where people are so lost. And they need this type of guidance. They need to know there's more than them. There's more of them. Lifting is something that is a complete journey that will never finish. At least I know I won't. Why? Because my mind is always gearing towards something else to be a little better. You know, maybe get up a half hour earlier to think much more, be more mental about. As Mick said, I'm mentalizing to get out there and be so happy. Just like I was 10 years old when I started. You know, that's the essence of this show to me. Black and blue, yep, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to put the mitt to you, but you don't have to stick around and take it. You can go and you can get a hold of Gareth, and with his principles and the style of the way he does things, and the biggest thing is he gives a shit. There's not a lot of that anymore in the world. It's there, but you got to search it out much more. We talked before on one of the shows, I think it was six or five. With him, there's no cookie-cutter approach, and you are not an assembly line physical culturist there. Same way here. And when you, I just said it before, as my pop said, be a leader, not a follower, but the biggest thing is stand out. Sit in front of class. Don't be afraid to put your hand up. Hold doors for women or, or whatever you're going to do. Who cares what they say? You know, other people, oh, I don't need that. Well, ladies like to be treated well, believe me. They still do. And I hear that from plenty of people. When you go in the gym, lift like it's the last time you'll ever lift again. Watch how your weights will come up, your numbers. Watch when you leave there how elated you'll be. You know, when you eat, eat good stuff. Eat a little bit more of it, too, every day. You know, when you talk to people, show them respect, even if they're the grouchiest things in the world to you. Walk away. You don't have to be part of that. That's the point I'm trying to make. You don't have to let everything external get to you. Because as I've told you before and before, and I'm going to keep saying it because we're getting more and more of this, Internally build it, the external will come to you. And make sure it's in a positive way because whatever you want is coming to you no matter what it is. There's no way. The universe is there to give you whatever you want. On that note, um, I will say this. I'll hand it over to um, Gareth to summarize everything. This is what I'll say to you right now. You have an opportunity with Gareth. You have an opportunity to yourself. You need to take advantage of it all. Don't be afraid. Don't be timid. Don't let other people break your soul and your spirit. Become so strong, as they say, you're like Teflon. And I'm not kidding you when I say this. I mean, I've given you information for how many years, especially the last year or so with the journey I'm on. 
let me tell you something. You go out and buy stuff like that, they're charging you thousands of dollars. You're getting an education with Gareth and I every week here. Eight volumes and all the stuff we've done for the last three years. It's absolutely incredible. That catalog. Take advantage of this. Contact Gareth and change your life. That's all I can say. Now, opportunity. You know, just like Rocky said, I need to be around it. You need to be around it and enjoy it. Gareth, summarize anything. Give out all your info. And uh, let me give mine. And we'll wind up volume eight, brother. I'll end, it to end up uh, with this little story again. Uh, I was online the other day, and another gym popped up, and I just went and clicked on it, went to the webpage, and I see, um, you know, this there's this trainer. He's over overweight, and he gives us pricing, and on there, he actually has nutrition programs. So I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, is this for real? This is what this has come down to? And I couldn't help but think it's like I guess some people just don't know any better. No. And this is the message. This is the message for people out there: is like, do your research. You know, do you think these things that Eric and I are talking about, environment, knowledge, experience. I mean, you you, you can't replace those things. They ha- these aren't just uh, little words that we're throwing in there. That's something that someone. Uh, might should have it's 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 a necessity they have to have these things folks you've got to go to someone who's reputable you've got to do your research doesn't matter for you or for your child do your research and do i need to spell it out yes look up google reviews (laughs) talk to friends let me do it i mean you know what i'm saying see see what his experience is look at him does his body portray what a physical specimen is supposed to look like I mean, these are just basic. I guess in today's world, we got to be very specific yes. here. But that's what I'm talking about: doing your research. You got to do your research. It's so important because you know. I mean, well, then why why even go if a person isn't what he's supposed to be? You know, you don't want to be like these people on Instagram just putting up messages messages or pictures of you at the gym just to portray that you're trying to do something that you're really not. You want to you want to really put effort towards this. Is this all this stuff we're talking about today? It's just it's it's extremely uh, extremely important. It's life changing. It'll save your life, and I believe in it. And I know that if we get this out the message to enough people, I know we're gonna get even that more that many more people to jump on board because it, it's it's huge. Yeah, I know for a fact, and I think this is one of the reasons why when you look around, not many people are happy and they're not physically active, nope. so they go hand in hand, folks. So also. As far as getting in touch with me, you can go to my website, uh, hcpbarbell.com, or you can look me up on social media, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Uh, all you have to look up my name, Gareth Denyer, or my gym's name, HCP Barbell. Beautiful. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. If there's a show you'd like Gareth and I to do in particular, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Also, too... Um, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, we are on Spotify now, we are on uh, Google um, uh, Podcasting, uh, I think that, oh, and don't forget about AHA, that's where you can get us in your car 24-7, which is pretty good. Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life. You just heard us talking. Words have power. 
What are you doing with your words? What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to other people? You're a put-down artist? It's not the way to be. You know, this is what we're doing. We're changing the culture here. And I guarantee you it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, I can't wait till we're up to 5,000 episodes. And we go back with Gareth and I doing number 975 and like, holy cow, look where we've come. It's just incredible things. I mean, this is an example of what's going on. This motivation muscle, it's absolutely incredible. What is going on here and how much fun this is. But it is serious and it is a business too. But you're getting so much information today, especially like every other day we do it. There is nobody that puts content out like us. Nobody. And if they do, they charge for it. It's just absolutely incredible. Also, too, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, press it, pull it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. As a great hoose of steel stone crusher says in blood red, domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate. And dent everything in your path. Also, too, no one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's an avalanche. It's a tidal wave. And it's never going to stop. It's just going to get bigger, bigger, and bigger. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor in business, Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And obviously, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor, he would always walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself on your best or worst day and tell me what you think. It will do what I call a mind shift on you. When you go out and concentrate on something that's beneficial and positive, your whole mind will change. Believe me. Do that. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we won't knock on your door or kick it in. We'll blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Be with us for the next 30 years. I guarantee you. You'll help us, and we'll help you. And obviously, anybody that hasn't heard the show, push the show out. Spread this show all over the place. It's the only way we're going to find more and more people to come in. Les Brown, you all have greatness. We take it two steps further, and we believe in you, and we got your back. And how many people are going to say that in today's world? And before I sign off with Gareth... There's seven major negative emotions that you need to get out of you quickly. Number one is fear, jealousy, hatred, revenge, greed, superstition, and anger. If you're carrying a lot of that around, that's why you're not getting anywhere. you got to start reworking and rewiring your subconscious mind. I can't stress that enough. Also, um... The world is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. And Gareth, another great show, uh, Volume 8. We'll have this show up on Monday. Um, 
you do great work, man. And, 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 you know, all I can say to you is I, um, I just want to see you be as successful as you possibly can, brother. Thanks, Eric, man. You know, the feeling is very mutual. I know that for sure. So for Gareth Denyer, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, the show will be up Monday. Thanks for listening. Um, what can I tell you? Life is what you make it, and if you want to live it and live it good, keep listening. That's all I can say. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.